Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. A few weeks ago when we were in Mexico, we got to hear an excellent keynote presentation from sales trainer and best-selling author Phil Jones. And he said something during that presentation that jumped out to me and really just stuck with me more than anything else that was said during that whole training. And that was this. The number one reason why people quit their network marketing business is because they don't feel successful. Isn't that so interesting, guys? The number one reason people quit their network marketing businesses, like literally as in they're going to give up on their dreams, is not because they are not successful, but because they don't feel successful. And I have seen this over and over and over in this business. I have seen people who are top level leaders in a company quit because they didn't feel successful. Guys, the most up-to-date data and research that has been done on network marketing and how the masses overall view the industry is that most people And I don't remember the exact percentage of people, but I do remember clearly that it was the overwhelming vast majority of people say that they would be open to an opportunity like this and that what would make it worth their time is if they could make an additional $500 a month. Yet I have had people in my downline who have been making well over $1,000 a month. So double what the majority of people say would make something like this worth their time, yet even making over $1,000 a month or even thousands of dollars a month or more, people have quit because they did not feel successful. And guys, I could tell you story after story after story of six-figure and sometimes even seven-figure earners who say that they don't feel successful. And I'm always so fascinated 
by things like this because it just goes to show the power of the mind. Because the root of not feeling successful is always comparison. That is the root of it. Even if you don't want to admit it, that is the root. It's comparison. It's It really is a matter of, I don't feel successful compared to blank. If you're struggling with comparison, you automatically had somebody pop into your mind as soon as I said that. Now, whether you want to admit that out loud or even admit it to yourself, that's another conversation altogether. But I'm telling you, the root of not feeling successful when you have a comma in your paycheck, especially, it is comparison. And even if you don't have a comma in your paycheck yet, if you got a paycheck at all, and you're not looking at the number on your paycheck and thinking, I successfully earned that number. And if I want that number to go up, then I can continue to do more of the same or I can refine my skills and learn how to improve and get better. If those are not the thoughts you're thinking, but your automatic thought is that number is not enough because it's not as much as blank, that is comparison. And guys, comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is going to rob you of joy through the process of pursuing your goals. And if you are comparing yourself or comparing your success or your results to someone else's and allowing it to make you feel like you don't measure up, I just want you to know that no matter how successful you become, that will never go away because no matter how much money you make or how many commas you have in your paycheck, there will always be someone out there who has done it bigger and better than you have. And you will always be moving the bar. Always. That's never going to go away because the problem here is not your lack of success. If you have a paycheck, the problem is not your lack of success. If you can't look at the results that you have currently produced and genuinely feel grateful for the result and for the fruit and for the actual success that you are looking at, then there is not a rank, there's not a goal, there's not a trip, there's not a dollar amount that can cause you to feel successful because the bar will always be moving. So what is the cure for this type of comparison that causes you to feel like you're not good enough, you're underperforming, and literally will rob you of joy? I believe that the cure is knowing who you are in Christ, knowing where your value and your worth comes from, knowing what God expects of you in this season and evaluating whether or not God 
would say that you are successful on any given day in any area of your life. So I think a better question than, am I as successful as that person in this area? A better question is, how would God define success for me in this area? And am I depending on Him to help me be successful? Or am I depending on myself? Which leads us to the flip side of the same comparison coin, because comparison can not only make you feel like you are not good enough, inferior, it can also make you feel superior. Because if you're comparing yourself and you do hit the bar, the standard of success that you have set for yourself in your own mind, you do reach the bar, then comparison is going to cause you to feel like you are better than. It can cause you to be prideful and self-reliant, which is also the opposite of depending on God. Because if we can do it all on our own, then what need do we have for a helper? I think if you are listening to this podcast, you likely have a vision and a big dream in your heart, and you can probably see it in your mind's eye. And I believe that if you have that goal, that dream, that vision, that you should pursue it, that God knows the desires of your heart, and I think you should pursue it with diligence and faithfulness. But I also think that you need to understand that God didn't give you that vision or that dream or that goal because His ultimate goal for you is your happiness. God's ultimate goal for you is actually not happiness. It's holiness, which means making you, conforming you into the image of His Son. And often, happiness is a byproduct of holiness. So just know that as you are pursuing your God-given dreams, God is going to use those things in your business to grow your faith and make you more like Christ. It's very similar to marriage or parenting, right? Do you remember the desires of your heart if you're married now? Do you remember what it was like before you got married and the process of how it all played out? Do you remember what it was like to fall in love and just feel like you can't get enough of that person? That person is all you can think about. And that person makes you feel very, very happy, right? But if you got married with the sole uh, goal being happiness, you likely will be very disappointed just a few years in. Because I do think that God would have you to be married if that is the desire of your heart. And marriage can bring a lot of happiness. But... 
it can't be the primary goal, right? Because marriage doesn't always bring happiness. And God's goal in marriage is to make you holy, not to make you happy. But like I said, happiness is often a byproduct of holiness. Same with parenting. Do you remember the desire to become a mother? Can being a mother make you feel very happy? Well, yes, it can. But does it always? No, it doesn't. Did God put a desire for marriage and mothering in your heart? Yes. What was his goal with those things? To make you more like Christ. Sometimes to flat out bring you into humble dependence upon him, right? You realize very quickly that this whole marriage and parenting thing is hard. And you know the standard that God expects. And you realize pretty early on, you're not going to be able to do this effectively without his help. Okay. Business is very similar to that. If you have a big dream, a goal, a vision, great. God probably put it there. But just know that he put it there so that he can refine you. So if you are struggling with comparison, whether it is in an inferior, beat yourself up, I'm not good enough, I don't feel like I'm good enough kind of way, or the opposite, which is I'm going to strive and I have to achieve so that I can feel like I'm good enough, so in a superior kind of way, then I just want to encourage you to do like I've done many times in my business. This is not a one and done thing. It's ongoing because I still have a sinful heart that has these tendencies, right? But I just want to encourage you to bring that to the Lord, confess it to him and ask for help in this area so that you can be free of that burden and work your business in a way that is diligent and faithful and reliant on God's grace to help you so that he gets the glory versus always being stressed out, feeling like you're not good enough or striving so that you can feel like you're good enough. Those things are burdens. And I don't think as Christians, we have to live that way. Although so often we do. And y'all, I think it's so important that we are aware of this if it's a battle within because it really can halt you in your tracks. When you are struggling with comparison, it can either halt you in your tracks and keep you from taking action that is going to produce the success that you want or it can cause you to be in hyperaction so much that eventually what happens is you get burnt out. And think about your goal and your vision and your dream for a second. When you do reach it, what does it mean in terms of the amount of people who will be impacted by that? If you reach your goal and your dreams come true, 
whose life will you have made better because you pursued your dream? Don't you think that the enemy would want to destroy that? If he was going to destroy that, then how would he do it? He would keep you from taking action, right? What would keep you from taking action? Well, feeling like you're not good enough or having taken so much action that now you're completely burnt out. For some of you, I think that this episode today is going to resonate because you know that you are struggling with comparison either in an inferior or a superior kind of way. And I hope that that you have found value in this. For others of you, maybe, maybe you don't necessarily feel inferior or superior, but maybe you're just not as successful as you want to be yet. Or maybe after listening to this episode, you just feel more aware of some battles you've been fighting in your mind, and you're just ready to put that behind you so that you can move forward. Because you are realizing that comparison has been keeping you from getting the results that you want because it's keeping you from taking the action that is going to produce the results that you want. Maybe you realize that comparison has caused you to not consistently and boldly share the business opportunity with people because internally you're feeling like I'm not good enough. I don't think people are going to want to join me. I don't think I have what it takes to lead people to success or any other hundreds of thoughts that you could be thinking as a result of feeling like you're not good enough. That will keep you from consistently and boldly sharing your business opportunity with someone that could transform their lives. It can also keep you from overcoming someone's objections. If you are sharing the opportunity with people, but you're not going through the whole process, which includes handling and overcoming someone's objections about the business opportunity, the root of that, when you shrink back from someone's objection, oftentimes the root of it is comparison because you don't feel successful enough. I would say if any of that resonates with you, you need to get to the root of this so that you can move forward. Whatever it is you have to do, whether it's journal about it, pray through it, maybe get counseling, coaching, whatever the need is, you need to pursue it. You don't let it go. You don't avoid it. You don't bury it. You don't ignore it. You confront it and you deal with it so that you can move forward. And once you have gotten to the root of comparison and you are ready to move forward and the thought is no longer, I'm not successful enough or I don't feel successful enough, but the thought then shifts to, I'm not as successful as I want to be yet. That is a very different thought. And I think that that is actually a healthy thought that leads to growth. And that is what I want to talk about next week. 
So, was this helpful to you today? If it was, would you do me a huge favor and leave me a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? And it also means the world to me when you guys shout me out on social media and tag me. Your feedback is so valuable and so encouraging to me. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this week, guys. See y'all next week.